You're not alone when it comes to trying new shiny diets, each one promising to make you feel incredible until you realize it's making you feel hungry and deprived and damaging your confidence a little more than the last diet you tried. Hello and thank you so much for tuning in to the Anti-Diet Podcast Show, a podcast on a mission to help you break free from yo-yo dieting and equip you with evidence-based advice so you can feel more confidence in yourself without ever feeling deprived. I'm Farah Karamburi, a deep health practitioner practitioner, an author, a keynote speaker, and the founder of the 30-Day Anti-Diet Challenge. Each episode is created to help you take one step forward in your weight loss journey without being on a diet. Each day, I will bring you a wealth of knowledge about how you can lose weight without being on a diet. And each week, I'm going to be joined by a guest or a client that's going to give us the insights and the expert advice in the world of well-being. So together, we can learn from real-life trial and triumphs. Welcome to the Farah Karamburi Show. This is your host, Farah Karamburi, and I am here to help you with helping you. Welcome to the Anti-Diet Inside with Farah Karamburi. I'm your host, a deep health practitioner, keynote speaker, and the creator of the 30-Day Anti-Diet Challenge, the professional women's no BS way to improving your health. Good morning, everybody. Apologies. Not sure what happened before. You just cut me out while I was doing my little spiel, and then threw me, and I started saying all weird things. Um, not in a line that I usually say. How are you guys doing on Monday morning? It's a little bit grey out there. But hey, we are in the autumn, official autumn weather now. So this is pretty normal for us, isn't it really? We're not going to see many days with sunshine, but that's okay. You have to create your own. Um, So today I want to talk about the morning routine and how that can actually, as a professional mum, that can actually really help you to get ahead of your daily tasks and not be in a in a state every single day. So I'm going to give you some examples of the people that I work with who have got some fantastic morning routines that really help them to get ahead of their day, be organized. And also in some cases, they are doing learning a new skill. Uh, many people say to me, I don't have... Um, I want to do this, I want to do that, but my kids are very little, I don't know how I'm going to fit things in, Uh, I already struggle with what I have to do on a daily basis, and that's completely right, and we talked about being organized last week about weight loss and how you need to put things in your diary, remember we talked about that, and I really hope that some of you took that, that golden nugget and actually started to do something with it. Now, if you are someone who's thinking... I don't know, maybe COVID has made you think about what you do right now is not something that you're happy with or you've been made redundant or your current job is suffering and you think you're thinking about maybe doing something completely different. But for it, you may require a skill. Well, here's an opportunity really, if you choose to see it as an opportunity. And then you may think, well, when am I going to fit this in? Now, think back to the time when you wanted to really desperately do something. You really wanted to... Um, achieve something but you never got the opportunity so in my case I was uh, for the first 16 years of my life I was traveling between countries cities changing schools everywhere I went I would pick up the education from wherever I left off 
Um, however, the result of kind of so much moving meant that I didn't quite know what I wanted to do. So I just just went with the flow. So you do one, you, your first grade, second grade, and you carry on that way. And then I went to do a college, went to college and did bachelors of art, which is like a, an equivalent of uh, not quite a degree here, like A-levels. And then from there, I would have gone to university, but I didn't quite make that. I came over to England and then got married very, very young. So that was my path. But I know that I was good at school. I know that I enjoyed learning. I also knew that I excelled in many, many of my subjects, but I never got an opportunity to actually push hard enough to really see what I was made of. And then in my 40s, I decided I'm going to change careers from retail, uh, where I'd made work my way up to uh, one of the senior managers there, uh, which was great. Loved it. Again, learning new skills, um, running a massive team, building skills that are really required in every kind of thing that you do nowadays um, and then I uh, decided that I wanted to learn about health because of my own story of postnatal depression um, and then when I did a course and the first time I started to learn the first there was there were four books uh, about personal training and I thought oh, I've got this I know what I'm doing you know but this course was not like the other personal training courses. This was a, a unique course, a highly expensive course, a very good, well-run course uh, up in Wales. It was online and then there was practical in Wales in this accommodation that we stayed at, um, all, all of us. And I actually failed my first one. I failed it. A uh, couple of reasons. One, I just didn't read the exam paper properly at all. Um, didn't quite have the full understanding of what their paper was. I just really thought I'll be fine. I'll be, I'll do this easily. Maybe a bit of arrogancy. I don't know. Could be that. In my past, have I ever, you know, I didn't, I've not failed many exams in my life. So it was just really hard to take this on board. And not only that, let me tell you something else. It was 11 of us uh, in this course and it was just me who hadn't quite scored the 70% mark, pass mark, I believe. Um, it was like 60 something. 69 I don't know it was a few marks off so I had to take that again by the way not only did I have to take it again everybody else kind of went off and had fun I had to go study again and live with the idea oh my god what an embarrassing situation that's probably one of my pretty high up there in terms of embarrassing situations anyway while I was doing that and this is not me finding excuses or justifying my behavior whatsoever that's why I haven't told you this yet I was also learning how to, uh, I was going to work, so I'm paying for my mortgage, my house, I have two kids as well that I look after as a share custody with their dad, um, so not full time, kind of 50-50. I also was uh, in between new relationship at the same time, so I just met Afro then uh, and we're starting to see each other, so there was a lot going on in my mind and then I'm embarking on a new career at the same time. Um, the only reason I was able to do most of this was because of my uh, routine that I put in place and how I'm going to study. So every, I think every week we had a lecture online and we needed to carve out time for that. And some work had to be done beforehand and after and also listening, the listening abilities. Now, if you haven't been learning for many, many years, you may think, you may find it hard to get back into it. But it's really good for your life and for your brain to actually be learning. Otherwise, if you stop learning new skills, you're kind of dying slowly, to be honest. If you're not doing anything new, if you just, you know, you haven't done any, I mean, it doesn't mean a course, by the way, it means any new skills where your brain is engaged, where it has to think hard and deep in terms of how to do things. So right now, if you're in a career that you, that you suck at or you absolutely hate it, 
or you think I cannot I can't do this for the rest of my life then why don't you have a look at some online courses why don't you have a look at some online uh, some skills that you can learn from home with a small amount of time so there's some of the examples I wanted to give you so my sister recently uh, has converted her degree into uh, whatever and she's going to do masters she's um, she's got two kids uh, under the age of 10 um, single parent and she is doing this course um, part-time. She, she did go a bit hot out and thought, I'm going to do this full-time. When I say full-time, you still have to do everything else, but it's online. So the requirement, well, I think it was about 20-hour off studies, or 20 to 30, actually. She said that was quite a lot, which is fair enough because she has got two kids and she has a job. So it's a part-time job. So she has looked at her routine and what she was saying, and then she, she works out twice in uh, a week with me. So she was saying, how do I... Um, she's never been an early morning person. She, she never used to wake up early to do anything. So while she's been waking up for the workouts with me, she's been very regular with her. She's seen a massive result in her body, in her confidence as well. But the second thing she's realized, actually, I can get up in the morning and I can actually do a bit of studies or get organizing. The other day she was telling me she made beef stew, lamb stew, and she put it all in, she put it all on in, in the morning um and let her cook and while she then got her kids ready for school and when they came home it was already and organized so that little bit of organization can absolutely um, save you from so much headache from stress from arguments from eating unhealthy and also an opportunity to develop something new so after i heard her i thought you know what i want to do more study so in lockdown i finished my a nutri precision nutrition level one there is also a level two that I've got my eye on um, uh, level one is all about science-based um, evidence about food so I learned that all through the lockdown while training my clients while coaching my clients and also while looking after the household and the usual you know bringing up your children what well, at least they were home there was no going out what saved me was no dropping them anywhere the football practice and things like that so in your time, I'm asking you a question now. What is it that you want to do? What is it? What skill do you want to learn? Is it painting? Is it music? Is it something sports related that you thought, in, you know, you did it maybe when you in your childhood and you really want to start it back again? I promise you one thing. The opportunity is here right now. You always have the time. The time can be made. We all know that. We all know that if we scrolled less on our Facebook account, if we looked less on Instagram and come away from TikTok, that's becoming very uh, addictive for some people, then you will be able to do the things that you really want to do. Because when you're scrolling mindlessly over TikTok, yes, it makes you laugh and it's funny the videos are because, you know, it's a big thing about what funny videos can you put on TikTok. I'm on TikTok myself. However, um, how much time are you spending doing that or Candy Crush or watching Netflix? Is there any, and I'm not saying you shouldn't do that, by the way. We really do need to have a relaxation routine that helps our brain to relax, ready for the next day, ready for whatever's coming next. But if there is something you want to do, there will be a little sacrifice. The sacrifice would be the morning. The sacrifice could be that you need to change your nighttime routine, as in sleep a little early so that you can wake up early in the morning so you can do some reading. My sister-in-law last night was talking to her. Um, she's in Kenya. Um, she said that she goes to sleep around 8.39. And I said, oh, my God, that's so early. Now, I thought I was the earlier one. You know, we, we go to sleep at half nine in the weekdays. 
And she said, I, I get up at five. And I said, what do you do when you get up? She said, I read. And then I asked her what she was reading. And she was reading these business books. Um, and she found them, finds them really interesting. So something that she likes to do. She's, she's opening her day with something that she loves to do. Because she knows after that she's going to work, then she has a son, she has to feed him, she has to do homework with him. And the, the daily routine things that, that are really important that we need to do. So um, some of my other clients actually wake up, especially in Asian communities, I've seen waking up early to make the dinner for the whole day. Now, I have a, I don't have a problem with that at all. I just think that you're doing this for everybody else, but what are you doing for yourself? I really think that just before you go into the kitchen and one of my clients, um, my accelerator client, I've been talking to her and she was saying she gets up in the morning and straight, she, she works from home. It's a kind of a, a high intensity, challenging work. So she opens up her emails and she's a worldwide logged on to all kinds of people in different type time zones. So she checks her emails straight away. What happens when you check your email straight away, guys? And what happens when you check your phone straight away when you get up in the morning? Whatever the messages are, whether they're good or bad, okay, you are already distracted. You're already become worldly. You're absorbed in daily, meaningless half the time stuff, okay? What? And suddenly, and, and some of that could be, oh no, I didn't reply. Oh, I, oh my God, I need to do this. Now you're distracted. Now you can't. So you, you're gonna, this is where you're going to have to put a bit of work where you don't touch your phone in the morning. You know, I don't look at my phone in the morning. Unless, until I'm about to log on uh, and do my Zoom session for my clients at six o'clock. I do not look at my phone purposely after half eight in the night as well. Why? Because I don't want to see anything that's going to take away my relaxation of my brain. Because I really like to look after my mental health, as I've spoken to you a lot about that. And I'm trying to put in these things in place that are going to help me. So first thing in the morning, looking at your phone because it's right next to you versus maybe doing some kind of stretch, maybe doing some kind of, like if you're using your phone to put on a, an app, right, for yoga or for, that's fine, that's different. Leave the WhatsApp alone. Leave the TikTok alone. Leave the Facebook notifications alone. They're still there, by the way. You're going to come back to them. Don't look at them. You know, and then think about what is the priorities for the day. And if your priority is what I'm going to stretch, what, what does that mean? You are, you are investing in your body. It's about, it's like investing, I don't know, hundred pounds a day, five pounds a day in yourself. But when you're not investing, you're empty, right? Your bank account's empty. You know, how are you going to draw from it? You're not, because there's nothing in there. But when you invest in yourself, you could draw from it when it, Things get tougher, i.e. when you're presented with difficult situations. You can go back to those tools that you've used every single day. You go back to those habits that you've created every single day. So morning time, getting up, doing a little stretch. And again, we don't need to do a 10, 20 minutes, a five minute stretch to start off with. Absolutely fine. Doing a mind body scan. How do I feel? Do I have pains? How do I, my arms feel? How do my legs feel? How, do my, how does my tummy feel? I feel relaxed. Do I feel happy? Ask yourself those questions, but in a peaceful, quiet way. It's like a meditation stretch. That's it. Once you've done that, you want to get up, maybe you have a, a hot water with lemon in it. Maybe you have something like apple cider vinegar. Maybe you have a routine. Maybe you have a coffee. I have a coffee. Um, so have that. Have whatever you need. So that's, again, I haven't touched my phone yet. Now, if you're about to uh, read a book, maybe you want to listen to a podcast. Maybe you want to, you're learning a skill and you're going to do a little bit of work on that. Or even setting your diary up ready for what's coming next. So you may say to yourself, 9 to 11, I'm going to check 
my emails, put out content. And then from 11 to 1, I'm going to do this. Or from 1 to 2, I'm going to develop a course. Whatever your, 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 your uh, business is, whatever you do. There is so, and, and there's so many things that you can actually have a, um, a system for that you can then, if you're working on anything, whether you, whether it's your son, whether it's your daughter, whether it's the house, if it's a house, let's say, take an example of your drawers are absolutely cluttered right now and you keep thinking about them and you think, I really need to get around doing it, but you keep saying that, but you haven't done it because you've decided that you're going to do the whole thing in one day, right? That's, that sucks. Who wants to do that in one day? What's going to happen is that you will get stressed out, maybe too many memories of the stuff you're doing and you probably won't do it because the, the thought of doing the whole thing. But if you were to do one draw a day, we did this during lockdown and it really worked. One draw, take out one draw might take 20 minutes. That's one done. Believe in the power of little but daily, little but daily. Every single day, what can you do to move that needle, whatever your goals are? If it's health, your goal, what can you do to move that needle in the right direction? Okay, I'm going to drink half a glass of extra water. I'm going to cut my coffee by one. I'm going to reduce my sugar by half. Those halves add up, by the way. You know, if you're, if you're someone who is having seven, uh, I don't know, four teaspoons of sugar, okay, a day, four teaspoons of sugar a day times seven is 28. Okay, double that if you're having two cups of coffee a day with four sugars in it. That's eight teaspoons a day. Double that is over 50, um, over 50, is that right? 28, 25, 50, yeah, 56, 56 teaspoons of sugar. If you were to reduce that one teaspoon a day or one teaspoon in your coffee, then how, how many would that be? That's seven times two is 14 teaspoons of sugar reduced. You don't need to wait for uh, one day I'm going to give up on sugar. It's too hard, by the way. It's really hard to give up on completely the sugar if you are used to having four. Yes, I'm giving an extreme example, but this is real, by the way, because some of my clients actually have four teaspoons of sugar in a day. And I, as much as I absolutely want to tell them to stop it, I know that doesn't work. It didn't work with me. Even to this day, I have half a teaspoon of sugar in my drink, but I took it down from two to uh, one and a half to one and then half. It's about the daily little habits. And now I've settled on that. I'm not taking it down any less. Now, my kids have tea and coffee every now and then because they're, you know, very diluted. And I don't put sugar in their tea. But in my head, I think, oh, how do they drink this without sugar? Well, they don't know any different. They don't know any different. And the many times I'm like, oh, it's just waking up. Let me put it. It's my issue, not theirs. Digressing here, by the way, but just so I let you know. But you take that, you, you, you know, I don't give them the sugar. The milk that we use, milk, by the way, guys, we talked about plant milks last week. I, I don't know if you guys listened to that. That's on Friday. I'll be coming out on podcast this week. Um, milk has a lot of sugar in it already. Natural, yes, but still sugar. If you are uh, looking to do your weight loss, then you want to reduce that. So morning routine can really set your day up well. Morning routine, if you want to make a breakfast for yourself, that requires a little extra time. If you're going to work and you want to take your lunch, it requires you chopping your vegetables early, then you can do that. You can do that. But you may say, well, I'm so tired, Farah. I can't get up early morning. You'd have to create a routine that's in the evening, i.e. you'd have to sleep a little bit early. Um, but then again, you, you need to create the habit. 
the hygiene, sleep hygiene, bring it in nice and slowly. Um, take your phone away, relax, and then try and see if you can fall asleep. And a few weeks later, you'll be able to get up early. I get up around half five every single morning, apart from Saturday, Sundays, where I don't have an alarm set because I don't want to wake up. And my the max I wake up is half past seven. So this Saturday was 10 to 8 because we slept, I think, Friday night at midnight. So I'm, I'm getting a good seven, eight hour sleep. And I can tell you one thing. I do not I do not get up in the night. I have such good sleep most of the nights. I'm so blessed and I'm thankful that I have a great sleep because I am someone who has come from a lack of sleep. From My kids did not sleep as babies. Oh my goodness, they did not sleep. And I used to look at other mums and be envious of why they did, but I couldn't either way anyway I'm sure that's a story for another day however all of that compound effect meant postnatal depression that was hard to then break free from due to the height of exhaustion Um, so sleep is something I very much cherish and I won't easily um, you know compromise on it to be honest I I really don't uh, compromise on it it's not about having what it's okay to have one bad night two bad not really because you can't make it up so really look after your sleep so I can get up in the morning and I can get up, get out of bed quickly. I'm not tired and I don't have these cold showers. I don't do any of that. I am going to try the cold shower just to challenge myself. But, you know, I just wash my face and I get ready to train the clients. And um, almost every day I train them, apart from Tuesday. And Tuesday I train myself. So that's my morning routine. And after that, I do my figures, my numbers for my business because I, I have a business. And after doing that, I go and have breakfast. I'm very much in a peaceful manner. The breakfast is in between. The boys are getting ready themselves. Um, like Monday, they're with their dad anyway. So they get ready. So Monday's very chilled out. Then tomorrow morning, the tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday morning, they'll be getting ready in their own time. Sometimes it's a bit stressful. You, you have to say, come on, guys come on, hurry up because you you get them ready and you gently push them out the house on their bikes. There they go. And then I sit down and I start my live, which I'm doing with you now. And then I'll go into putting my content out. So I have a, a time frame for pretty much everything. And that's how I get everything done. A lot of people ask me that. How do you get so much out there in terms of content? How do you get, how do you have time for that? Well, you you don't have the time, you have to make the time. It depends if, if it's your priority. My priority to reach my 1 billion women, I'm not going to do that if I don't come on live at least every single day. And now I increase my lives to this afternoon where you see me cooking in my kitchen, cooking anti-diet meals just to give you some ideas and also help you with the portions and um, to help you with your weight loss journey. Because I truly believe if you at the way I was showing you, you will lose weight and keep it off. Um, that's the big thing. Losing weight is not a big, big deal is to keep it off. So that's pure nutrition down there in the kitchen with me. Half past four tonight, guys, don't forget. Um, not sure what I'm cooking again. I'm just going to, oh, I, already, I already know for the week, but I kind of sometimes change it around. Um, it'd be something to do with we vegetarian today. Yes, we, we're trying to get a couple of days of vegan vegetarian food. Right. I hope that that's helped you. Now, if you want to do a course, a degree, a skill you want to learn, don't, don't not do it. Don't leave this world without doing it. Seriously, guys. Why? When you have the opportunity, you really do. So watch the space, something I'm going to definitely start doing. Uh, I'm looking into doing a, a degree myself uh, in nutrition, obviously. <laughs> nutrition and mindset will be great um, but I haven't looked into it. I've given my mum the task to actually find me something um, but yeah because my sister's doing it I feel like I want to do it um, I just want to learn I want to learn more the more I learn the more I can help you so if you want to do the same 
there's nothing stopping you because me and you, we are the same, exactly. It's not, nothing, no difference between us. That's it. You can do this. Have a great day, guys. And think about your morning routine. What does it look like? Is it frantic or is it peaceful and calm and useful? On that note, I'll see you tonight in the live and uh, I will um, bring you something exciting to eat um, and you cook with me if you want to. <laughs> it's good to, oh, we eat our dinner early by the way, we finish by five o'clock. Dinner is eaten by 5.30 backs, uh, early birds. We like to keep, uh, this is me uh, having a routine in place so that we can have lots of hours without the food being in our body so if you finish eating at five the next day at seven that's good 14 hours already where there's no food into your body 14 15 which is a good thing for cell renewals it's a healthy healthy thing to do so if you can do it then you can if not no problem um take care guys have a great day and i will see you tomorrow and tonight this afternoon hey everybody this is Farah again. I wanted to invite you to the best thing I've ever created inside the Deep Health community. It's a challenge and we call it the 30 Day Anti-Diet Challenge. Every professional woman is one challenge away from achieving the life where she can gain control over her health and her weight loss. I've created this challenge to help you lose up to 10 pounds in weight no matter where you are in your weight loss journey. This challenge is going to help you to understand why the diets you've tried in the past that haven't worked and why eating this way can revolutionize the way you look at food and transform your body and create that ultimate success. I recommend highly you do this right now. Stop this video, pause it, go online and press the 30dayantidietchallenge.com and join the next challenge. The next challenge starts in few days.